said to me, he said, anything, any money that they put in their hand, he said, from today, start to pray that it multiplies. Listen, listen. Even when you sow one seed, you will not get that one seed harvest. You will get seven fold. You know what that means? If a seed came at a thousand, times a thousand by seven. If you pay, if you say many, you come, if you shout, you know, uh, uh, so you, if you like, you say, you, you, you will see it. Some people will come. I'm waiting because I'm in high expectation because he's told me the chariot is here. He said, the, the, you see, the chariot is not only a door. The first door has been opened. I see gold coins rolling out of it. You have not yet entered your truck yet. Your gold coin has started meeting you. How many of you have ever found, you saw where somebody found treasure? The moment they open the box, you find that the coins begin to roll out. Those are not even the real money. The real money is in the box. The one that is touching you just announced that you are right, you are in the right place. May my God do that for you. <laughs> this is a season of financial breakthrough. I said this is a season of financial breakthrough. This is a season of financial breakthrough. Anything that will stop your financial breakthrough is broken. I say it is broken. I say it is broken. Now, let me say this for the benefit of those of you who think I'm playing. I'm telling you, you think I'm playing, keep thinking I'm playing. But you will see. One of you here, somebody left treasure for you. He did know. They, they've been looking for you for years. It was God that closed their eyes not to see you. The Bible says in the book of Luke, God said he closed their eyes so that they would not know it was him. But when he broke the bread, what it means? When the revelation of truth came, the veil was taken. So one of you here, you did not know. One of four generations left money in your name. And you are the survivor of that, that trust. When it is open, you will never need to work. But you will hire workers. I, if I were you, I will begin to claim it. Because the heavens have opened. Somebody say, oh, do I know anybody? You don't have to know. Bible said Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord. That means there are worlds somewhere sitting that they are looking for somebody to transfer it to. Even if they don't have anybody in their will, God will give them your name, your social security, your address, so that they can bring it to you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. There is wealth transfer here. Wealth transfer here. Wealth transfer here. Listen, 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 listen. This is the part that many of you think is a joke. God doesn't need to beg you to give it to you. All you need to do is say, I receive it. And that it is. Because some of you are just sitting there and thinking, oh, I don't hear this so many times. He don't say this so many times. I don't know if this guy today, you know, he just said this so many times. He cannot tell, you know, he can pray a lot. Maybe he's been praying too much. Listen, it's not a prayer. It's a spiritual timing. God time.
came today to bless you. I'm not telling you what I'm not. I don't know. I'm telling you what I know. If you push your faith out, your faith will receive something that I'm not lying to you. If you like to sit down there and say, if so, if you come to my office and say, why is she starting? I will push you out. I, I'm not lying to you because I know it will happen. This is the other one that is so shocking. That God said to me, "Say, son, it would take me nothing for me to kill an unbeliever, and before he dies, I give the name of a member of your church." Do you know? I was watching recently that lady Diana. Before she died, she's had seventeen orphans that she was taking care of before she died. But in her trust, she left the money they didn't know. It was when the Bank of England, the lawyer fought and won the case. Because they won the case and the money was so much, they had to go and look for orphans. Orphans. Mr. Dana just met some of them. Some of them in Africa. They had to sweep them from Africa to a mansion and give them school paid for. And not like school pay for money in bank to live find a rest of their life. They went 17 of them, they went and looked for them. 17. And they had enough money. And she had a trust where they, for the how long has she been there? Almost 15 or 20 years. The money had multiplied a orphan that she only don't met, and they collected the name and uh, I said, Okay, I put him at he didn't tell the children. They only were to do it after she died. But you remember the court case that kept on going on. It lasted for a few. The money increased. May the Lord God remember you like that. Amen. If you shout amen, it will work for you. If you read Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, it says, I am the God that giveth the power to make wealth. There are some words you make. And there are some wealth God gives you because you apply principle. There are some wealth you make by your super, by supernatural idea. They call them invention within. That is God give you an invention. That invention becomes a catcher. What it means is that that invention, everybody looking to have it. Facebook, when it came out, everybody wanted to be on Facebook. Because that was the only way you could connect with your old friends. And it became a blockbuster. Twitter came out. There was this uh, MySpace came out, but it didn't last for long. It fizzled out. But why did Facebook outstand every one of them? The Holy Spirit, I'm not lying. If I lie, ask him. He told me, saying, when that idea came, he made, he tried to deliver it to a believer. He said the believer didn't accept it. So <coughs> God, anytime he listen, he doesn't take it back to heaven because he doesn't need it. The day you release it, there's another spare created. I'm not, I'm not, this thing, I'm not. Bible says, my God shall supply all. That's what he said. He didn't say some. So, when he looked for, look for, the, so the devil connected Zach. Because not a believer. He's not. Sometimes some unbeliever can be at the right place at the right time. Like, there's, uh, what, yeah, one person was at the right place. The prostitute that received the two spies. Her name became one of the names that gave birth to Jesus. It's, it's a matter of connection and timing. They look at Gehazi that worked for a prophet. 
Rather than him connecting, he received leprosy. It's timing. So when you hear stuff like this, you pray God, what happens? God said, I, the spirit of I, he didn't need it back because he doesn't need it when he leaves heaven. When he, when a blessing leaves, he doesn't come back. That's why the Bible said, how do I know? He said, so shall my word. By going out from my mouth in righteousness, it shall not return back void. It shall go and accomplish in that which it is said. That is, whoever is there is the person that receives the blessing. Hey! And that person grabbed it. And today, he's the fifth richest person on the earth. 54 billion. And he's still counting. And you are here. And you speak in tongues. No Jesus. And you are poor. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Put your two hands on your eye. Your two fingers. This first two. On your eye. Say for today. Shout that word. My spiritual eyes. It shall be opened. In Jesus name. Put your hands down. Because it's, it's an idea. It comes with an idea. You're, you have a spiritual and a physical. The spiritual one when it opens. Hey. It's open forever. The day my eye opened to see the potential of this building, ah, there was nothing nobody could tell me. Even when that lady came here and wanted to threaten, I came with, with thunder. You see, if you know, that's why the Bible is telling us, you shall know. If you know God does, you, you, if you read your Bible and know that God did not plan poverty for you, you will act differently. But many of you have accepted, that, okay, God likes it. God told me one day, he said he hates poverty with a hatred. He said he hates poverty. And some of you are, poverty is your next name. If you steal from Peter to pay Paul, you are poor. Did you hear what I said? Listen, let's not speak in tongues, sir. If you take from Peter to pay Paul, or rob Paul to pay Jane, you are poor. But if you have for John when he's ready, and you have for Peter when he's ready. When you have for James when he's ready, you are not poor. I pray from now on, you will have the money for the light bill. You will have the money for the rent. You will have the money for the gas. You will have the money for the insurance. You will have the money for the car note. You will have the money to take care of yourself. You will have the money to buy a new shoe. You will have the money to buy a new dress. You will have the money to buy a new shoe. Whatever you need, you will have the money for it. You will have enough in your savings account. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. That door from today is open and no man shall close it in the name of Jesus Christ. If you decide to be poised on you, I'm telling you the truth. These things that will go around and then people say that you want to go out, you have to sample. I actually, let's go to Holy Land. We are scrambling. It is something that the money would have come out. We are waiting until the end of the month. May it not be your portion after to this month. Did we say amen? From this month, it will not be your portion anymore. You will not scramble in the name of Jesus. And there's this spirit that is going around that is always wanting to help the next person, but you want to be poor. That's it. That's spiritual poverty in disguise. Why is not you first? Why should it be somebody else? 
I'm not saying to be selfish now. There's a difference between helping yourself and being selfish. There's a difference. So if you want to help this, but you remain poor, it's not, it's not a good spirit. Start. And the scripture says, Abraham was wealthy in all things. All. Not some, all. There are five types of giving I'm going to talk about in this period of time. I'm going to talk about tithes. I'm going to talk about offering. I'm going to talk about vows. I'll call it again. I'll go talk about pledges. And I'm going to talk about pastoral gifts. This is significant. I'm going to only touch tithes today. I'm going to talk about tithes. I'm going to talk about offering. I'm going to talk about vows. And I'm going to talk about pledges. And I'm going to talk about pastoral gifts. Tonight, I'm going to just share with you tithes. And I'm going to share a story with you that have touched my heart for years. Many years ago, a group of some friends of mine met me that were Christians here in the United States. They were scared about their job. I lie not to you. Ask the Holy Spirit or ask God, He will tell you. And they met me. They said, Man, I said, they call me man of God. I said, Man of God, I believe that God talks to you. I say, I know. It has someone said, I know they want me to ask God for something. Then they said to me, can you ask God if our business is going to close? And immediately they said that the Holy Spirit said, shut up. Listen to the whole story. And I sat quiet. As they were talking, the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, son, I'm going to establish a covenant which in your heart that no man will erase by what you are going to tell them today. And the Holy Spirit said to me, I should tell them that if they give God 10% as regular workers, their business will try, strive, and will act with other businesses. I thought of it again twice. I heard him say it again the second time. And I've learned the voice of God over the years to know when God is talking to me. And I know when I'm talking to myself. And I said to them, I said, you want to hear an answer? I say, yes. Is there any answer you give me? I know it comes from God. They believe me without even knowing the kind of person I am. And I said, you know my answer? Pay 10%. And it was a huge school. There were directors of the school that met me. I said, I don't like telling someone who tells me. I tell you, who is pastor? Met me. Took the tempest. I said, pay. They didn't give it to me. I said, go to your individual job. Because they were thinking I was asking them. I mean, if you know, I'm very careful about it. Tempest can become a curse. If the person is not under your ministry, it's a curse. I said, God tells you to pay them, them to pay to you. It's a curse. So they took their 10% and they paid to their churches. Four years after, God was quiet. They were closing down different branches of their school. When they came to their school, there was a number that the, the, the board of directors were looking at. They said, why is this school is not growing, it's not going down, but it's just there. When they said that, a couple of months after, the school skyrocket. In that zone, they closed down every other school around, but they left that school. So people ran and met me, say, "Man of God, man of God." You know, you know. Sometimes people get blessed; they want to kneel down. I say, "No, I do what Peter do. I say, stand up. I'm a man like yourself." He said, "How did you see this?" I said, "I didn't see it. I only listened to the man who called me." I said, "There is a greater force that controls me." He told me time I listened to him. 
I will see remarkable results. He said, they've closed down other schools, but they wrote us a special letter that they will never close our school. The Holy Spirit said, remind them of 10%. When I said that, everyone, they almost started crying. The one of them came back to me and said, man of God, I believe in your ministry. I believe in what God did. I have never been to your church before because you are very, very, very particular. You are very, you don't like too many things. Is it that you don't like money? I said, it's not that. I can't take money that God did not give me. So money has some kind of power I can turn your head. You can make you prophesy right. Prophesied and prophesy. She said, but I'll tell me something the church is needing so that I can give. Just say, and I immediately ask God, like some of you speak, I said, Pastor, it's good for you to think of all the bills you have. <laughs> because you know them by, by mind, by your fingertips. But as I was thinking, the Holy Spirit stopped me. He said, mm -mm. Don't be, don't, don't be a reaper. Show them another sign of greatness. I said, I listed, I said, there's two things I want you all to buy. It is went up to a $300. At that day, you see the way they were running. They went and brought the money quick, quick. They put it in my hands. See hmm. And as I was taking that money, I thought of a bill. The only person said, no. Take that thing and pay that, buy that thing. I took it and I bought it. And the moment I bought that thing, bam! God blessed them with a new house. Blessed them with a new car. Gave them a second job where they go there and just sit. And they are paying them for nothing. So they came to me and said, man of God, man of God, God has done it. What do you, what does the church need? I said, let me ask God. As I said that, I said it for, no, listen. Some things I say is from my heart. I can defend it any day. I said, let me ask God. And God did not say anything to me for a whole year. He never said, by man of God, has God not spoken? I said, not that I know. I said, but when it speaks to me, I will tell you. I said, quiet. So they got to a stage where they said, okay. If God not talk, I'm going to force his hand to talk. <laughs> then I came, brought things, put it in my hand by force. They were putting money in my hand. So one day I said, I said, are you trying to force the hand of God? He said, if God does not move, you go and move God. He said, Solomon said, I read this thing in first, second king that Solomon killed. See, God's hand was moved. Hi! When they said that thing, I, I felt a power. Honestly, when you quote scripture that hits my spirit, power just is released. A minute that power came, I've learned one thing. Release it. It's released through a channel. Power is released through a channel. It might not be money. It might be something. So immediately I said, what is it in your life you want God to do for you? Oh! They say, blank check. Can I go and think about it? I said, yes. Take as much time. He came back and told me what it was. All I said, God the Lord said to me to say, say, as you've asked, may he come to you with speed. And I kept quiet in Jesus' name. They went back home. I'm not lying. My hands are lifted to heaven. I lie not to you. I've heard the testimony. It all started by a tithe. Now, that 
experience God reminded me today. He said, Go tell the church that tithe is a connection to wealth. <laughs> tithe is a connection to wealth. Tithe is a connection of the abundance that God has made provision for you. Tithe is an accelerator of wealth. I can say it from my heart because I've seen it. Tithe is what you give God in a relationship. Holy Spirit. I'm enjoying the service. By the way, what is tithe? Why, why, what is tithe? Tithe is one-tenth. One-tenth of your income, not expenditure. That you offer to God as an established relationship you have with him. Tithe is the royal key that unlocks heaven, that unlocks hell, that unlocks this earth riches. Tithe himself is backed up by God. God backs up the returns. Because the scripture says, bringing all the tithe into my storehouse, that there may be meat enough, and then God gave you a key. Say, prove me. Say, then he said, if you bring it to me, prove me. Tell me what you want. That will prove me. May test means you tell God what you want that tithe to bring to you. Then he said, if I will not open you upward the windows of heaven to pour you out a blessing. God did not say the gates. He said window. That means that windows, they don't open windows easily. Gates, they open for anybody to come in. But windows, they don't open it easily. Windows are only meant for the owner of the house to open. <laughs> it will change your life forever. Window is only opened by the owner of the house. You can't, I, I, let me tell you one. Let me give you an example. If you go to mother and touch her window, she will shout at you. She hates cold. But when she see her open her window, means that she needs air. That means that she's the only one that determines the temperature in her house. The same way is God. He is the one that determines what goes out. What comes in. So when you are in a relationship with God. In, in, in God's own house. It's not in his. Because in the, in the temple of God. They have the worship hall where the angels go and worship. He's talking about God's where God stays. Now, it's different from the throne of grace. Listen, listen. Uh, you see, when you hear something from heaven, you look as if somebody is talking. Down. See, God has a place where he stays. It's different from his throne. That means he has a special record. Where when he looks at it, he says, your tie came in, he just opened his window and said, <laughs> He says, Go and meet that person. May your name pack not be stolen in the name of Jesus. <laughs> because the angel that comes, comes to speed. Because when God opens, there's an angel waiting to take blessings down. They say, okay. He paid. Like, okay, he just paid it today. Okay. Uh -huh. One morning, God woke me up. Never forget this. Living spring. 
learning center. He said, son, pay tight to me. He's not yet born. Tight. Eh? Where will I get the money? Say, trust me. Say, tight. He said, pay 10% for the school that is not already born. I started praying. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I will share you the testimony, not today. <laughs> when you know spiritual things, when God tells you, you don't argue with Him. I'm enjoying this. I don't know why I'm enjoying this. I'm flowing. Tight is so powerful that when a believer refuses to pay tight, two things happen to them. Two things. I will share you those two things. Number one, you give Satan a legal ground to block you from receiving your provisions. When you stop or you refuse to pay tight, you are giving Satan a legal ground to stop you from receiving. Number two, Satan uses that ground to hinder any financial breakthrough in your life. Satan uses that ground to hinder any financial breakthrough. First, when you refuse to pay tax, you give Satan a legal ground. That's why you come and tamper with your money. I said this to you last week. Titan was not established by the law. Titan was incorporated into the law. Because Titan started in the days of Abraham. In Genesis chapter 14 verse 18 to 24. Write this for the record. Don't forget this. There are 20 verses that talks about Titan in the Bible. 20 verses. When they instituted the Old Testament law, they were paying more than 10%. Because they were paying 10% to the Levite. They were paying 10% to keep uh, the temple. And they were paying some other percent to feed the poor. So then 10% was more than, it was more than 10. It was up to 23 point something percent they were paying. Now you can find that in the book of Leviticus chapter 27 verse 30. Leviticus 27 30. Numbers 18.26 Numbers 18.26 Deuteronomy chapter 14 verse 24 Deuteronomy 14.24 Second Chronicles chapter 31 verse 5 I will repeat it again Leviticus 27.30 Leviticus 27.30 Numbers 18.26 Deuteronomy 14.24 Deuteronomy 14.24 And 2 Chronicles chapter 31 verse 5 Anytime we talk about money and you feel guilty, you are doing something wrong. I repeat. Anytime we talk about money and you feel guilty, Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what area. Because you are doing something wrong. Anytime money is talked about and you feel ashamed, you are doing something wrong. Because money is part of God. God, what God does is this. 
Even God made provision for his son. Gold, frankincense, and what? He provided for his own ministry. That was how when Jesus was old, when he sold all the gold, he had money to preach. That's why he was wearing good robe. He was looking so fresh. And when he touched money, money multiplied because he knew the value. Because the father provided for him. The day you were born, till the day you die, if you serve God, there's a scripture that provides that for you. I will share it with you. He said, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of their life as you were. You well, he didn't say when you run away. If you run away, the prodigal son did what wasted. The spirit of the waster will not steal from you. Glory is in the building. I'm seeing rich, 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 rich Christians. Well, Christian. The power of wealth is resting upon you. Is resting on you. I cover your head with wealth. I cover your destiny with wealth. Anywhere you step the sole of your feet, it shall be wealthy. I dip your feet today because you came to service into oil and butter. In the name of Jesus. You will never be poor. That era of poverty is gone from your life. That era of poverty is gone from your destiny. I say it's gone from your destiny. It's gone from your destiny. It's gone from your family. It's gone from your own life. Your hands today is blessed. Whatever you touch is blessed. The power to multiply rests on you. If I were you, there is a power of multiplication coming upon you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It shall be visible. It shall be visible. It shall be visible. You will see with your own eyes that when you say a thing tonight, the next day, dawning of a new day, it shall multiply. I say it shall multiply. I say it shall multiply. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Any wrong principle that has attracted the power of poverty in your life, let it be broken. 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 I release a new chapter of greatness and wealth and prosperity in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall be wealthy and prosper. You shall increase and work strong. You will control the economy wherever you stay. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. There is power all over this building for wealth. One day you will meet me when we are a group of people. When we are mighty. You will say we were saying all these things we didn't know. 
But today is a reality. Say, Pastor, I have too many cars in my garage. Ask anybody in church. Who needs a car? Pastor, I have too many suits in my wardrobe. Ask them if somebody that just came in don't have one, let them come pick what choice. Oh, that day is coming. When that day, that day has come, it has come now. The day is today. God didn't promise me yesterday, not tomorrow. He said to me now. And because he said to me now, I am saying to you now today that your day of wealth, prosperity, and abundance have come. This night you will sleep poor and wake up rich. You will sleep unpromotable. When you wake up, you shall be promoted. You will sleep a debt of today, but when you wake up in the morning, you become wealthier than the earth. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your wealth shall drag a train. <laughs> I say your wealth shall drag a train. A mighty train that will move from nations to nation. From kingdoms to kingdom. I release it upon your head in the name of Jesus. I release it upon your destiny in the name of Jesus. I, I ask this day that whatever will hinder your wealth, may it not come on your doorstep. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit.